<laughs> but yeah, without further ado. Uh, I am William Blacker, and we are here at the Baldwin House, <laughs> lovely Russell, Arkansas, gateway to the Ozarks. <laughs> anyway, now my, my worst show, I was thinking about it earlier, my worst show is definitely a bone making. Well, I was on tour by myself, and I had been isolated for like no one I knew for like a week. And I had a show in Chicago, and I have a lot of good friends in Chicago. And uh, I got there a lot earlier than I wanted to, but it was good because one of my friends at the house was unemployed. So, anyway, so I get there at like two in the afternoon, and they're on the back stoop drinking a bottle, uh, drinking a half gallon of brandy. So I was like, all right. So I get to drinking this brandy with them, and. Uh, I mean, one thing leads to another, and I'm, you know. <laughs> but, but come showtime, snocker it up pretty good. And uh, I just remember, uh, time to go to the show, so we, they lived like a block from the show. They lived up in Rogers Park, and uh, the venue was down on Devon Avenue. It was that common ground, uncommon grounds coffee shop. Okay. And uh, my friend Chris Darby booked me. I, I, you know Chris? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I the name was, yeah. Chris Darby booked me there. Anyway, and I just remember like carrying my guitar, walking to the show, <laughs> and my friend, one of the friends I was with, she's Puerto Rican, so I kept coming to talk Spanish to her. I was like, I was like, come on, come on, mis lindas. And their other friends like, what does that mean? It's like he's trying to say, come on, pretty ladies. And, uh, I was being drunk and stupid. Anyway, anyway, we get to the show, and I, and when I get there, I guess you're supposed to reserve seats or something. But all my buddies came with me, and there's like six of them, and there was not really any place to sit or something like that. Is it you, a coffee shop? Yeah, it's a coffee shop, but they serve food and wine and stuff too. Okay. Yeah, and uh, I, I guess if you're not drinking, if you're not buying something, you can't sit at the table or something. So I did. So I bought a bottle of wine. Wine. Just a bottle of wine. This. You were playing. Yeah. You had to buy something. Well, no, they did. Okay, you were buying. Yeah, yeah and I was, you know, I was already drunk, and I was just thinking, hey. About a bottle of wine, they're <laughs> drinking, they can sit down. So, I mean, comes time for me to play, and I get up there, and I'm just drunk, I can't even, I can't even play a song. I mean, it's, it's pitiful, it's pitiful, it's very, very pitiful. Um, even the easiest song I play, I can't play. Instead of just graciously being like, I'm sorry, and getting off, I was like, was like hey, too drunk to play, but I've got 30 minutes. So I'm gonna talk. <laughs> so okay. So I just I, all I, can, I don't really remember what I talked about other than Chris told me the next day that I said motherfucker a lot. I kept saying I kept saying listen now, listen you motherfucker. And uh, and uh, yeah. He told, and the next day he took me out to lunch. He was telling me all this. I'm just like oh. He's like yeah this one woman was just like I was really looking forward to seeing him. And I was really disappointed. And I was like, "Oh man, it's like somebody else wanted to see me in Chicago." You know, and I got so drunk I couldn't even play my songs. Yeah, it was pitiful. Like, did you start to play? I and tried. Then, I was just like so drunk. And I then it just, just like, were messing my up. Motor, my motor skills were just like okay. Yeah. But you tried a couple songs. I tried. Were you just learned pretty bad during your stories? I hope probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember. I could say motherfucker right, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's the about the only thing I could say. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, so that was it. I just I ruined this whole show because I couldn't. Jesus. Because I, but you know, 
I'd been on my own. I got around my friends. We were drinking, and I just took it too fast and, yeah. and mixed a lot of different liquors and wine too. Now, I don't know shit about alcohol, really. Brandy is brandy especially strong, or I, I don't think sure so. You said brandy, I, if that was no, it special. was weird because I don't ever drink brandy. That's why I remember it. I was like, oh, okay. brandy, oh, that's weird. All right, let's go. Yeah, okay. it almost yeah. like feels like like a liqueur, but it's not. Yeah, but, or something. And that okay. was worse than your show in San Francisco when you destroyed your guitar? Or? Oh, that was in somewhere in the high desert in California. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was bad too. <laughs> what happened there? Man, I was just, once again, I, on this stupid trip, I was just like, oh, I suck, my song sucks. What am I doing out here? I should be stealing insurance <laughs> or something. I mean, okay. You know, and I was just drunk and feeling sorry for myself. I was like, I'm quitting. I just like there was a barbecue out behind the venue, and I went out and burned my guitar. Where were you at? Somewhere, somewhere around Palms. Okay, Palm, Palm Springs? Springs. Not Palm Springs. Or like, um, what's out there? Where, which one's the resort? Is that Palm Springs? Yeah, it's not. It's not that one. It's like uh, Palm Desert, maybe. There's Palm Desert real close there too. There's a little scene out there. I've played a couple times. I'm trying to remember what the theme is. It's out where Coachella's at. No. Is it? No, it's in Sydney. Uh, the Antelope Valley. Okay. It's in the Antelope Valley. I don't know where that is. Oh, yeah, my friend Jesse Williams, we were doing some shows there. And, uh, I don't know. Was there yeah. something frustrated about the tour that led up no, to that? No, no. Was it like just, a confluence? Yeah, I'll tell you no. what, it, what it boiled down to. Is I just wasn't very disciplined in my playing. I was just playing bad. And, and on top of that, feeling bad about my song. And it's like, oh, woe is me, right? But, uh, <laughs> Well, so it wasn't it wasn't shitty things happening to you. It was just not no. feeling very. Yeah, I just feel like nobody secure. gave a shit about my song. I just feel like oh, they don't give a shit because my song sucks. And I suck when I sing them. So like you burning the guitar was that sort of like you renouncing music? Wait, you or set it on like fire? Yeah. Yeah, you threw it in a fire. Wait, yeah. were you drunk in this situation? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> pretty 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 badly. Okay. I mean, did you? Did you feel that way? I guess I don't know. People are different kinds of drunks. I mean, you're a talkative drunk, apparently, and you're an arsonist drunk. You know? <laughs> yeah. Those are, that's what kind of drunk you are. You know, some people get like super affectionate. Some people get mean. You get you talk a lot and burn things. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. <sighs> so you burned you burned it after a show or before? After a show? show, yeah. And then what did you do the next day? A couple of days later, we were down in Ventura. I mean, did you have a show the next day? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, borrowed, I borrowed the people's I was with. Okay, you borrowed a guitar. And then, and then I was with Adam again, and he was like, he's like, well, you need Adam, Adam Posse. Yeah, he's okay. like, and he was, of course, he was giving me a bad time, which he should have, because it was a very childish thing to do. But, yeah. And you know, when was this? This was 2008. Okay. How long have you been touring? Since 2007. Okay, so you were, you were a newbie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Still figuring it out? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when you're figuring it out, you bring your guitar a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Was it completely like you burned no, it? No, I mean, it was, I mean, it wasn't playable. It might have been playable with some work. But, but it uh, wasn't. But it, you know, it was charred and burned. Like, so did someone put it out? It just kind of, it was kind of a sad fire, really, because <laughs> there wasn't a fire going. I actually bummed lighter fuel, like for a uh, Zippo. I mean, it's made of wood. I thought yeah. it would burn up I until it was, it was gone. But but the fire never got going good, but it huh. definitely marred it up pretty bad. You know, yeah. actually, the people who owned the bar were just like, "This is cool. I'm gonna hang this on the wall." I'm like, "You can have it." 
<laughs> and Adam was always like, you're not quitting music. It's like, yeah, I'm done. I'll just do the rest of the tour. I'm not playing. He's like, he's like, dude, if you were really quitting, you wouldn't have ripped the pickup out of it before you burned it. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> like you were going to keep the pickup and put it on the guitar? Yeah, that's what, I, that's what happened. <laughs> that's what you did? It's one of those sound old pickups. You know? Okay. So you took it off and you're like, I'm burning this guitar. I'm done until I get my next guitar. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we were back in Ventura, and he's like, he's like, you need to get a guitar, dude, and I can let you use mine. I was like, what? He's like, you need to get, you need to get a guitar. So I found one for less than 200 bucks at a pawn shop. Okay. And it was actually a pretty good guitar for, for the price. Yeah. And I played that up up until just a little bit over a year ago. I got a new one. Okay. First nice one I've ever owned. Anyway. Now I gotta say, in terms of. The, what I hoped for the show it's less sympathetic when you just fuck up your own shit yeah I know, I know <laughs> nothing, nothing bad happened to you just yeah <laughs> I had a I had a bass stolen uh, not at a show but on tour good four years ago I, I was on a train and I I'd stayed up all night I played this little town called Bidgosh, Poland and I'd stayed up all night the night before, got like an hour sleep, and then was like, okay, well, I'm gonna crash out on the train. But I was a little worried because Bidgosh is this little town, and I think I was going to Berlin, and I had to change trains at least, I think twice. Like, okay, I gotta get off here and I gotta get off there. And then fell asleep, and I woke up and the train was stopped, and. I freaked out for a second, like I was thinking, oh, it stopped, I gotta get off before it leaves yeah. with me still on it. But turn, but as I'm waking up, I real, I grab all my stuff and I get off the train, and then as I'm getting off the train, I realize, well, no one else is on the train, so this is actually the terminal stop for this train. It's not, it's not about to go somewhere else. It's yeah. like, it's gonna be there for a minute. And I'm sort of figuring things out, and I'm just getting off the train, like still a few, maybe, 20, 30 feet from the train, and I'm like, whoa, realized I grabbed my stuff, but I don't have my base, so I go right back on the train, again, it stopped, there's nobody there, thinking I just somehow didn't grab it when I grabbed my stuff, but it's not there, and I'm freaking out, and I think partly it was worse because I just woke up, and I still was like, yeah, Yeah, like, wait, what is happening, (laughs) and I kept trying to think of some reason why it's not there that would be reasonable, that would not involve me just not on the base anymore. Yeah. And I remember going down to like the, whatever the main office and explaining and asking if anybody saw it, maybe somebody picked it up or something, which they were looking at me like, dude, you got jacked. <laughs> You're not getting your, you don't, nobody just accidentally picked yeah. it up. And I was like, you should just ask maybe some of the guys are working on the train. Maybe they just <laughs> thought someone left it there and like, uh, we can ask them, man, but that's not We already know the answer. We know the answer. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer, man. Yeah, but so then I remember I had to just get on the phone. I called my friend Yannick. He was the one who booked the show in Berlin. I was like, okay, Yannick, I got a minute. I just, I gotta get on another train here a second. But um, can you find me a base for tonight? It's like, uh, yeah, but why? Like, what? I was like, look, I can't go away into it, but my base was stolen. And he's like, oh no, 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 that's terrible. I was like, look, I can't, <laughs> we, can't me. we can't talk about this right now. I gotta go. <laughs> Is that, tell me if you can or can't. If you can't, I'll figure yeah, something else out. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I got you. And he's just like, yeah, I'll have a base for you. Uh, yeah. The dude's such a sweetheart. He actually, 
found two bases for me so I could choose. Thinking like, oh, I don't know what your preference is. Mm. Sweetest dude ever. It's awesome. Um, so I get there and I'm super bummed, but it's like, okay, everybody's so nice and just like. You made the best out of a terrible situation, or? Well, the tr- crazy thing about it is that I happened to be in Berlin for at least a couple of days. It might have been like a week or something. I lived in Berlin years ago. A bunch of friends there, so I was like. Probably just planned some time off there, which was lucky because then it gave me like a couple of days to kind of get my plan together and figure out what I was gonna do. And I ended up getting like three different people offering me to borrow their base like for a little while. And actually, my friend Xenia, she said she had this ex-boyfriend who used to play bass. She's living in Switzerland now. She's pretty sure his bass is still at the other friend's workshop. He's probably been there for like ten years. Oh, wow, he's just been sitting there. And so, yeah, <laughs> oh, good deal. <laughs> yeah, I do. Good deal. I keep hearing y'all talk about music back here. I got to find out. Yeah. What do you play with? I'm just by myself. Oh, really? Yeah. have a six-string beat and grind that I play. Awesome. Play music with Greg Ward. I don't know if you know who that is. No, I'm not familiar. Oh. He's, um... Songwriter and artist out of Nashville. Okay. Uh, Outlaw Country. Oh, yeah, Outlaw, Outlaw, Outlaw Yeah, I like some Outlaw Country. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. But yeah, get you to check it out. Cool. What was your name? David George. David, nice to meet you. CJ. Sorry about that, but I mean, I'm out here music. <laughs> oh. I'm like, okay. I got you. <laughs> oh. But yeah, check it out, man. Oh. Yeah, so my friend Zini tells me to go there. Sure, she calls her ex-boyfriend living in Switzerland asks if I can borrow his bass and he's like I mean I haven't played it for 10 years like he can do whatever he wants with it so then she connects me to this guy I go to his workshop and gives me a bass and it's sort of just like to be used indefinitely like till whenever and so I use it I had like a three month tour in Europe so this this all happened like in the first probably two weeks or something. So I use it for another couple months. But then I come back through Berlin like maybe know, like a month or two later. I was towards the end of the tour, I guess, probably two months later. Come back through Berlin and this same friend Zinia, she she had a radio show that she had me playing on. I was gonna do like a live set on the radio show. And we're doing the thing and she's like, um, bass is not how I remember it. She's like talking about with her memory of it. And I'm sort of like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. This is the base. <laughs> and so later she goes and checks with her boyfriend, and it turns out this is not the base. <laughs> oh, wow. She's well, because I remember she was like, no, I thought it was like it was like wooden with a bunch of skateboarding stickers on it. And this one was no stickers on it, it was black. No. And she called him. And he said, yeah, no, wood, wood finish, it was like brown, yeah. with just skateboard stickers on it. So then I start trying to call this guy that gave it to me, like, to find out whose bass he gave me. And he never, I basically, like, started just, like, calling him a couple times a week for, like, the next several months. He never picked up again. I emailed him. He never picked up or responded. Now, while I was in Europe, it was a pain to get a hold of me because I didn't actually have a phone. So I'd call like through Skype and stuff. But I left, I emailed him, got no response. 
I still don't know whose base it was. I mean, I guess whoever it was also left it there for years. Yeah. So you still have the base? Well, so when I got back, the thing is, it was a real kind gesture, but the base was terrible. Like, it was just a piece of shit. <laughs> I appreciated using it, but... So you got drunk and burned it? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh, oh. That would have been great. <laughs> no, but I posted something about the whole ordeal on Facebook and my buddy Keller. This is what I was going to say. Not just that I'm making the best out of the situation, but other people were making the best out of it. I mean, yeah. My buddy Keller says, hey man, I've got this bass that I had built out of Fender Parts that I used to play and I don't really play anymore. You can just have it. So the bass that I'm playing now is that bass. And mm. he just gave it to me that, you know, that he had made it and just didn't play it anymore or whatever. It just was that guy to be that generous. So he gave it to me. I think this has got to be like maybe four, four or five years ago. And I've been playing that one since. Now, the shitty one from East Germany, I gave to my little sister with the understanding that I might have to get it back from her someday if the guy who owns it ever comes calling. <laughs> now, when this podcast finally hits, everyone's going to be like William Blackheart, like melancholy alcoholic. <laughs> I'm not that way, yo. No, after you said it, I do now realize probably the worst one I've ever had that wasn't my doing. It was on the first tour, Santa Fe, and we were playing, kind of just like a touristy kind of bar kind of place, bar restaurant. Santa Fe, you said? Santa Fe, yeah. yeah. Like downtown area? Yeah, it was downtown. Downtown, there's only like four bars. Oh, really? Yeah. I guess it was downtown. But I know what you mean. There's like a touristy vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And and we were playing in front of a big screen TV above us, but they didn't turn it off because it was Sunday night football. Oh, man. They muted it at least. But, uh, but, but, That's nice yeah. of him. But Adam went first, and like, there was like one drunk guy paying attention to him. And the whole set, this drunk guy was just like, I'm talking to Adam. And he's like, hey, it's our first tour. Try to sell some CDs. He didn't want to be like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Wait, this is during your set or during his set? During my set. Okay, he was talking to Adam. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. And, and Adam, he's not being loud, but this guy is. And then there's this one part of the song where I, like, like, I come to a stop. And like right when I come to that stop, this guy, this guy, this guy goes up, man, I really liked your stuff, but your brother sucks. <laughs> like right when I did the stuff. And, when I, and then when I come back in, like the note I hit, totally, I just like flubbed it. It was like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, so that might be, that might be the worst. <laughs> I really like your stuff, but your brother sucks. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea he's two of y'all were brothers just because mm-hmm. you're yeah. both playing or because you both have beards or what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what his thought thinking was. Oh, he's just, they both play solo, but he's CJ Boyd and he's William Blackheart. Patreon.com slash worst show ever.